he's singing just before I preach on the YouTube and and uh, they're so thankful to be able to listen to it and tonight if you would please second Chronicles chapter 32 I want to begin to read in verse 1 second Chronicles chapter 32 verse 1 after these things and the establishment thereof Sennacherib king of Assyria came and entered into Judah and encamped against the fenced cities and thought to win them for himself and when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come and that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the fountains which were without the city and they did help him so there was gathered much people together who stopped all the fountains and the brook that ran through the midst of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? Also he strengthened himself and built up all the wall that was broken and raised it up to towers and another wall without and repaired Milo in the city of David and made darts and shields in abundance. And he set captains of war over the people and gathered them together to him in the street of the gate of the city and spake comfortably to them, saying, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is our arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Father, I ask you to bless the reading and studying of thy word tonight to each one who's come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Notice, if you would please, uh, the eighth verse, the latter part, and the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. I've been listening to news just about all day. And the more I listen to it, if you're not careful, the more discouraged you get. Because you just feel helpless to do anything to stop this mess that's going on in our country right now. And I got to thinking, you know, the best thing in the world is to do is rest in the words of the Lord. Now, I think, every time I think about sermons like this or or portions of scripture like this, I have to go back and think of people like Brother Roloff and and, uh, Dr. John R. Rice, Bob Jones Sr., these great old-time preachers that I used to listen to uh, in person a great deal years ago before they went to be with the Lord. And I remember that each one of these great old preachers rested in the Word of God. They always were in the Word of God, whatever the Word of God said, they, they made sure, and they let it be known to people all the time that they, they trusted the Lord. Now, uh, this is all you can count on today. Uh, do you know why? Listen now. Psalms 119, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. I like that. I believe every word in the Bible is so. Amen. I like what the old man said one time. If it wasn't so, it wouldn't be in there. 
and I like that. But uh, the Bible is the king's word. Now, here's this story. <coughs> Hezekiah and the people of Judah was being attacked by an immense army of Assyria. And Hezekiah fled to the house of God to pray and covered himself with sackcloth and ashes. And God's prophet Isaiah told the king, you go back and tell the people that the king may be in his sackcloth now, but tell the people they shall behold the king in his glory. Now Hezekiah came back and told the people, we be more than they, God is on our side. And the people, the Bible says, rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Now, they found strength in the king's words. They found comfort in the king's words. They found victory in the king's words. They found protection in the king's words. In a dark hour, the people of God rest in the word of God. Now, we're living in the, some of the darkest days of human history, I believe. I don't have to name all the things that's going on in this world right now. You've seen them on TV, and you know what's going on. The worse it gets, uh, the more we need the Bible. Now, the reason America's in the mess it is today, that I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I believe it, is because we seem fit to take reading of the Bible out of school and, and, and so on, and now we're paying for it. I, Abraham Lincoln said, read this book for what you can accept on reason and take the rest on faith and you will live and die a better man. One of the reasons I believe the Bible is God's Word is because it's the only book where I can find my explanation of where I came from. Amen? In the beginning, God and God created. I believe the Bible because it's the, it tells uh, why I'm here. Uh, we're here on this earth to glorify God and keep His commandments. I believe it's because God tells us where I'm going. It's amazing to me what men do for this book. Missionaries go all over the world and they leave their families and kinfolks behind, their friends behind. They go to places to preach this old book because they rest upon the Word of God. Now, you can rest in the Word of the King for salvation. Now, I, meet, I, I talk to people all the time. It's in doubt or whether they're saved or not. I asked a lady here at church Sunday morning. I said, uh, I haven't seen you in a while, and I'd just like to know again, do you know you're saved? And she hesitated for a few minutes. She said, I'm not sure. And I said, wait a minute now. And I went over with her again, and she, she said, oh, I, I remember asking the Lord to save me now. Well, what I'm trying to say to you, I don't doubt my salvation. You know, I don't doubt my salvation because I rest on the words of the King, the Bible. I completely put my rest in my salvation on the Word of God. Here's what I'm saying. Pick out a verse in the Bible and rest on it. Listen, John 1:12. But as many received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Well, I believe on His name. Then I can put my trust there. Amen? And you can go on and on. Uh, John 3, verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Rest on salvation on the Word of God. Now, the Greek word for believe means to rely on, uh, cast uh, oneself on. In other words, cast your soul, cast your eternity, cast your future on Jesus and rest on it. 
you can rest on the words of the king for provision. Matthew 6, verse 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I was running, and came over to the house some couple, two or three years ago, and he went in my garage. I don't let him in my garage no more. But he saw, he looked at my God, he got plumbing around, he said, you got two of everything. You don't need but one, you give me the other one. No, they're mine. And I sat there and all that time, though, I, I, I looked around the other day in my garage, I said, where did all this stuff come from? You know, I got enough stuff in this world that I don't even know what I got. And you know what? I didn't collect it just to be getting stuff. I served the Lord first, and the Bible says, all these things will be added unto you. You worry about provisions? God said, serve me first. You know what I had to worry about? Jeremiah 33, 3 is my verse. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I trust that verse. Amen? Philip, uh, Philip, Philippians 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, I can rest on those words. You can rest on the words of the king for protection. Isaiah 54, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Amen? Every weapon the devil can form has been formed against God's preachers and God's people. Yet the word of God is still true. God protects his people. And God said he would. You can rest on the king's word then for protection. You can rest upon the word of the king for strength. I have people all the time ask me, how do you handle certain situations in your life when you're called to go and talk to people and deal with problems? I was telling a, a person just today about a situation I was in several years ago, and I won't go into detail, but I will never put myself in that position to have to do that again. I'm not going to do it. I had to go to a Morgan and identify a, a person that had burned to death, and I'm just not going to do that no more. And I just can't. That's one of those things that haunts me to this day. But I thought about it, some of the things I've been called to have to go do, and I said, where where did I get my strength from? Listen to this, Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Amen? That's all we got to do is just wait on the Lord, and He'll renew our strength. Now, just a minute. Now, I want you to watch something. If you're a young person, you want to turn out right and have a good life, rest upon the words of the Lord then. Uh, if you're an old person, if you're a dad and young man, do you want to have children, raise them up clean, healthy, and pleasing to God and yourself? You can do it. without. You cannot do it without resting upon the King's Word, though. You can have a happy marriage, a joyful life. Uh, you can rest upon the King's Word. Grandpa and Grandma, you can have a ripe old age in peace with God and see your family uh, prosper and live right if you rest upon the King's Word. Now, how much do you love the King's Word? I've been reading the Bible. I've told everybody this. And I say I've been reading the Bible backwards. 
and everybody thinks I'm reading word by word backwards. I ain't that crazy. I can't read backwards, all right? What I'm trying to tell people is that I, I go to the book of Revelation and start at Revelation, read it all the way through it, and then I come back and read the next book and then the next book and the next book. And I'm all the way up to Second uh, Chronicles in reading the Bible backwards. And I'm finding such joy in that because if you do that, you, you see what happened already, and now you go back in and you see why. And you see why it happened because you're reading the, the chapter, the book before it, and it's, it's it's getting real exciting to me every morning. I get up and have my Oreos and coffee and sit there and just read my Bible, and there's no greater joy than that. It's just really not. And I, I encourage everybody read your Bible. And by the way, when you're reading it, pick out. You know, I got my Bible. There's a, there's, I was showing my Bible to a lady who used to come here to church and and bless her heart. Uh, she was an English teacher in school. And she said, you ought not to turn down the pages of your Bible. And she looked at my, oh, you done been writing in your Bible. You ought not to write in your Bible like that. I said, you take care of yours, I'll take care of mine, all right? I want to see what I'm doing. I want to remember verses. And you know what I've been doing lately? I've been thumbing through the Bible where I'd marked verses ever since I've been saved. And going back and reading some of them verses I underlined, and I said, "Man, that's pretty good," you know. And I go to another. Hey, that was a good one. And I, when I find something good in there, I underline it, I mark it, where I can go back to it and remember what a blessing I got out of it. And what I'm saying is, learn to love the Bible, love the Word of God. We must study the Bible. You got to read the Bible. You got to preach the Bible. Believe every word of the Bible. Rest in the words of the king. I like this little course. Sing them over again to me. Wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty see. Wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty. Teach me faith and duty. Beautiful words. Wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Beautiful words. Wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Amen. That's the Bible. Now, here's what I'm saying. What do the king's words mean to you? You know, I don't like Pelosi. Now, you can just say whatever you want to, and you can love her if you want to, but I don't like her. And you know one of the things, the reason I don't like her? She said that, uh, that Trump didn't know how to tell the truth. He's a liar all the time, lying, carrying on. Said on national TV day, I wouldn't trust her words two feet. Amen? Now, I'm serious. I just because what comes out of her mouth remember this what comes out of your mouth comes out of your heart and she said all these crazy things I wouldn't trust nothing she says uh, listen, I want to trust somebody I can believe and I trust the word of God and I'll just stand on the word of God thank you and I believe this too and I want to say this right now we're getting ready to vote for people you better check people out according to the word of God and vote for them because I got a thing to vote by mail in this week, and I was going down it and checking the ones I want to vote for, and I come across some Democrats. I said, I ain't vote for no Democrat. But I wonder how many people comes along and reads that thing and just marks uh, people's names without even reading it, you know, and sends it in. You got to be careful. And, and when you're doing that, 
But anybody you want to, if you want to have a good life and trust in people, put them up beside the Word of God. And if they don't conform to the Word of God, not the Word of God conform to them, they got to conform to the Word of God. Amen? And if they do, that's the people you back. Just that simple. Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? And I don't care what goes on. I was talking to a man this morning early on the phone, and uh, because I got an invite to go to the Trump thing tonight downtown, that uh, I wanted to go real bad. I mean, I would love to be there tonight if I could. But I told this person I was talking to, I said, I can't do it. i got to preach. I want to preach. He said, well, you could do better down there than you can here. I said, no, you don't. No, you don't. Preaching comes first. Amen. Serving the Lord comes first. And I believe that with all my soul. And and so, uh, trust on the Word of God. Amen. Stand with me, please. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that you'll bless your people for coming tonight. And Lord, we never take it for granted, the ones that come. And we pray for them every day. And Lord, we ask you to bless us as we go on our way home now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for being here.